Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Spin Cycle Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara McKinney, and we've got a lot to get into once again this week. It's been an action-packed week filled with celebrity couple drama from Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey heating up to breakups and Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith pulling a Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade and talking way too much about their relationship. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey continue to get hot and heavy. They've been spotted on a couple date nights out in NYC since they simply they seemingly spent the weekend together um and both made small cameo appearances on SNL and they pulled it off without anybody knowing that they were coming on um the season premiere featuring Pete Davidson and Ice Spice the way that men on the internet have reacted to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey has been a really interesting case study, in my opinion. On one hand, I understand that, yes, we're like, you know, wading into oversaturation territory with Taylor's Eras Tour, all of her many album releases, etc., etc. I totally understand that there's a lot of people in general, not just men, who are just sick of kind of like this Taylor train that is going on this year, but. I think in the grand scheme of things, um, and this is something I've been saying, she was basically like AWOL for six years. We didn't hear from her that much. And so it's interesting like how quickly the Taylor fatigue has set in. Um, But I don't know. It's really interesting seeing the way that uh, football fans have reacted to Taylor and Travis. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people like really obsessed with it to the point where I think find it creepy and then I'm seeing a bunch of people who are just like being really shitty and misogynistic and it's just um kind of a perfect picture of the state of the world right now honestly we also recently learned that it was Aaron Andrews who actually set up Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey um On her podcast, she actually made a comment about it saying, Taylor, I don't know what you're doing with your life right now besides rocking the world, but please try our friend Travis. He is fantastic. And Travis commented on this saying, I owe you big time. And Taylor also wore a Chiefs jacket designed by Aaron's brand, wear by Aaron Andrews. Other super random news. Um... Also along the celebrity couple line, Sophia Bush is um, dating professional soccer player Ashlyn Harris, a woman, um, just a few months after divorcing from her husband, Grant Hughes, um, and a source told People Magazine, friends for years and running in the same social circle, Sophia and Ashlyn went out on their first dinner date a couple of weeks ago. This is so recent and they're both beginning new chapters. So I guess like right now is like the wag moment. Like it seems like all of of our like Hollywood stars are going for athletes lately and that brings me to my question why haven't we seen Kim Kardashian and Odo Buckham Jr. hang out yet and like why is Kim not going to um like Chargers games wasn't she she was like going to a bunch of I think it was Chargers games they have so many freaking um sports teams I don't even really know if it was the Chargers but it was definitely at SoFi. Um, but 
that is the Chargers stadium, right? Yeah, I think it was the Chargers. Anyway, <laughs> I don't understand why she's not going to games now. And she's also got to be like seething over Taylor and her new athlete man getting all of this attention while she and her family are really only getting attention for fighting with each other. <laughs> and um, that feud seems to be very real and not a publicity stunt at all. But um, Kendall and Bad Bunny did go public, not this week, but a few weeks ago, I believe in a Gucci campaign that they did together, which I think is like, to me, very serious to do like a joint endorsement. So that is really interesting to me. And I think if anything, just fuels the PR relationship rumors more, even though most of the time I'm like not one to believe in PR relationships. What I'm most excited about this week is the upcoming release of Britney Spears's new memoir, The Woman in Me. And the press reviews are already starting to roll in. Um, an exclusive was given to people. Seems like some kind of email interview or something of the sort uh, where um, they also got possibly a few uh, like snippets from the book ahead of time. And um, apparently in this book, she talks about getting an abortion when she was 19 or 20 and dating Justin Timberlake and how Justin just like wasn't ready to be a father. And she like wouldn't have made that decision on her own, but did because Justin pressured her to. Um, so that was like a huge bomb that dropped and it's really insane to think about what's to come um knowing that that has already been um released and the book doesn't actually come out for another week so it'll be interesting to see what other huge revelations we get out of this memoir some other things she talked about were her dad fat shaming her a lot when she was under the conservatorship and, and her mom would supply her with alcohol when she was only in eighth grade. She talked about drinking daiquiris with her mom, which they called toddies. She also speaks about growing up in the Mouseketeers Club and looking up to the older kids like Ryan Gosling um, and how she and Christina Aguilera were kind of a package deal. They were considered the younger kids and they shared a dressing room, so they became close. What I found really compelling about this also is that she talks about um, almost being cast in The Notebook. And she was like, that might have been really fun to get to like reconnect with Ryan Gosling. Uh, but it came, it had come down to Britney and Rachel McAdams, which I can't imagine anybody but Rachel McAdams in that part. But that's so interesting to think about um, how like respected Britney was even in the acting world. Um, she talked about her experience filming Crossroads and she ultimately felt like acting wasn't good for her because she just like kind of fell into method acting, like, but not necessarily on purpose. Something I want to point out from like the excerpt in People is that you can really tell that this is like at least mostly written by Britney. Like it's definitely in her voice and I think we get to hear her writing voice a lot through her Instagram captions and even though sometimes in those she's like kind of nonsensical because she doesn't like to like address exactly what she's talking about other times she actually addresses exactly what she's talking about and when she does she to me uh, speaks or writes rather like very clearly 
Um, and she has a certain way of illustrating things where you can really like kind of picture yourself being there because she's good at choosing the details to hold on to. Like she, um, will remember and recount really like mundane things that I think is really interesting to read, um, from a celebrity's perspective. I think a lot of times celebrity memoirs are kind of like overly, flowery and fluffy with the language and Brittany doesn't like write like that like here's just a little sample feeling like you're never good enough is a soul-crushing state of being for a child he drummed that message into me as a child and even after I'd accomplished so much he was continuing to do that to me I became a robot but not just a robot a sort of child robot I had been so infantilized that I was losing pieces of what had made me feel like myself the conservatorship stripped me of my womanhood made me into a child I became more of an entity than a person on stage I had always felt music in my bones and my blood but they had stolen that from me and if they'd let me live my life I know I would have followed my heart and come out of this the right way and worked it out 13 years went by with me feeling like a shadow of myself I think back now on my father and his associates having control over my body and my money for that long and it makes me feel sick think of how many male artists gambled all their, all their money away how many had substance abuse or mental health issues no one tried to take away their control over their bodies and money I didn't deserve what my family did to me so again I think this sounds like so uniquely Britney it sounds like her Instagram captions and I think that even if she did have a ghostwriter or somebody who you know helped her I think that there's definitely a lot of this that she wrote herself and okay so I guess Jada Pinkett Smith also had a book come out and apparently um it's not bad apparently people who are reading it or listening to it are enjoying it but of course naturally what the news media holds on to is like the revelations about her marriage to Will Smith so what's very interesting is that she reveals of course that um she and Will have actually been separated since 2016. Um, but after the Oscar slap, she pretty much was like, I'm leaving here as your wife. Um, but she keeps doing these interviews and like, it's just very interesting. Like the things that she chooses to share. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to me. Um, but she revealed that, um, uh, that they had been living separate lives since 2016. Um, but she said he's still, that's still my man. That's still my man. Um, but said that she was like so young when they got married. Um, which to be honest, she was a year older than I was when I got married. And yes, like, um, so she, she got married at 26 and I got married at 25 and yeah, I mean, that is young. It, it, it is young. I'm not going to act like it's not young, but that's still like a fully formed, like grown person. Like your prefrontal cortex is fully developed at 26. So I don't really understand why she's acting like she is like 19. Um, but she says she calls them life partners, um, and so a lot of people are asking like why they didn't share this also why they like wouldn't get divorced and she's like well divorce feels like quitting to me and I just think that's also so strange because to me like if it's not working then letting go and quitting are not the same thing I just don't think it makes sense to say that getting divorce is giving up and quitting like to me, there's a difference between quitting and letting go. And I don't know, I, I think it's weird, but it sounds like they're on their way to reconciliation. So I think moral of the story here is 
They've been separated since 2016 secretly but now they're getting back together question mark um but this is also weird like again i don't know why celebrity couples like feel the need to tell us all these things <laughs> like it's such a weird thing to hear like about a couple that's still together like the britney and justin thing is different because they have not been together for 20 years but hearing about like a couple's current marriage feels very invasive to me like me somebody who podcasts about these people's lives for fun so yeah i don't know i don't get it okay in other news we gotta talk about how pretty much like every member of vanderpump rules um all those cast members have gotten on like these competition reality shows so at present we have ariana on dancing with the stars and she's killing it and we'll get to that in just a second and then we're also getting tom sandoval on special forces on i think that's fx and then we have um jacks on ease house of villains and so i haven't like been really watching any of these shows and i know you're thinking to us well then kiera why the fuck are you trying to talk to us about it um but the answer is i have been um keeping up with it um on the interwebs and mainly tiktok but anyway <laughs> ariana is doing really well um she's scoring really high she is like kind of a natural um her stage presence is insane but she's up against some tough competition so this season has like a weird hodgepodge of cast members jason mraz is <laughs> competing um so is adrian peterson um that girl from american pie what's her name allison something um so yeah it's like a weird mix of people and then ariana and mauricio are randomly on it um so major bravo representation there and ariana's been killing it mauricio not so much um but the couples who have been kicked off include um jamie lynn spears her guy alan burston which i hate that last name burston it sounds like you know like bursting um at walsh and coco iwasaki and Tyson Beckford and Jenna Johnson. So yeah, interesting stuff. So Ariana's doing really well, um, I guess. Like, so again, I haven't been watching Dancing with the Stars, but I've watched a lot of Ariana's performances and she's been really electric on the stage. Um, she has like a really natural stage presence and like her upper body is really solid. Um, and she just like, is really good at like playing the part and then okay so something that i have found interesting is that like i guess <laughs> mauricio did badly in one of his dances i think it was like i don't even know what it was i don't know he did bad he did badly in one of his dances got low scores and like blamed the release of the <laughs> real housewives of beverly hills um season like trailer <laughs> he like blamed um his low scores on the trailer coming out which is just like so funny i just think that that's so silly like come on dude like you have to 
You have to be a little bit tougher than that. Okay, and then I haven't watched House of Villains yet, but I'm trying to like work up the courage to do it. So I watched like a few interviews and Jax did this interview with Omarosa and then that girl from um, 90 Day Fiance. So, okay, let's talk about the cast of House of Villains really fast. So Jax Taylor is on this competition show hosted by Joel McHale and it's called House of Villains and it's just like all these reality show villains like competing and I think they're competing for cash if I'm not mistaken. Um, so the cast is the girl I was just talking about and Fisa Archipechecapo, something like that. Um, and she is from 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance, um, which she joined in season four. Um, it says here on whattowatch.com that she gained a polarizing reputation with fans due to the way she often treated Orhe Nava on screen. Um, in one scene, she threw a pair of keys at him. And then when they got married, um, the relationship did not get any better. Um, and then eventually they got divorced. And yeah, that's her. Then also there's Johnny Bananas, who is whose real name is Johnny Devanon Devananzio Devananzio <laughs> and he first appeared on reality television in Real World Key West in 2006 which is like before my time really like I feel like I got into reality TV maybe more like 2008ish um like 2006 is truly wild I didn't watch Real World yet Oh. So he's also become one of the most successful competitors in the history of the challenge. And he's competing in the challenge USA season two. So I guess he's like, he's like a big liar, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he decided not to split his challenge winnings with his partner and opted to take the full pot for himself. Um, so that's why he's a villain. And then another cast member is Shake Chatterjee, who is, that guy who was on Love is Blind season two, and he's like the most hated guy ever. Um, and he was engaged to Deep D and was like really open about the fact that he didn't like, he wasn't that physically attracted to her. And then he like lashed out at everybody at the reunion. Then we have another Johnny, Johnny Fairplay. Um, whose real name is John Dalton. He first appeared on TV on Survivor Pearl Islands, which was season seven. And it was during that season that he, uh, he <laughs> created a lie that his grandmother died to gain sympathy from his competitors, which is interesting. Um, and then he returned to Survivor in season 16. And then um, he has since developed a career in professional wrestling. Um, then there's Bobby Lights, whose real name is Bobby Nico Wade. He is from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Um, and he's just like known for being really opinionated. And that's all, <laughs> I guess. He's just like very sassy. Um, Corinne Olympios was on The Bachelor in season 21. And um, she's just kind of like always arguing with people in general. That's really all I have to say about that. And then we have Omarosa. Um, so that's fucking crazy. So she 
was on The Apprentice, first appearing in 2004, um, and sabotaged the team leader at the time, Kwame Jackson. Is that the right? I don't know if I said his name right. Kwame? It looks like Kwame. I don't know. I'm too young, guys. I was 10 in 2004. Um, and then she's also been on Fear Factor and Celebrity Big Brother. And also she was a member of Donald Trump's staff, but uh, she is now anti-Donald Trump. So there's that. Um, then we have Tiffany New York Pollard, my fucking girl. Really, like, the other reason besides Jack that, Jack's that I really want to watch this show. Um, so she was on Flavor of Love in 2006. And she did not win, um, finished as runner up, but then she got her own dating show called I Love New York. And um, yeah, she was just like bananas. Um, she's like on every gif you've ever seen. She's just she's just the best. Um, Tanisha Thomas was on Bad Girls Club in season two. Um, she was not a house favorite, <laughs> but she became a fan favorite. Um, and she was handpicked to host a number of reunions for later series. Um, and I find her to be really funny. Then of course we have our boy Jax, um, who is known as the bad boy of Vanderpump Rules. Um, he got into arguments with pretty much every cast member on the show. And um, prior to Scandaval, Jax kind of like was the original Scandaval because he hooked up with Kristen Doty, who was dating Tom Sandoval at the time, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, that's the cast of House of Villains. And I want to watch it, but I also am like, I think like kind of unprepared for the level of annoyingness there's going to be on it. Also, I do know there's going to be some fun guest stars, including Abby Lee Miller, <laughs> which in an interview, Jax was like, she's an awful human being, which I think is so funny. Um, Carol Baskin, Danielle Staub. Oh my God. Spencer Pratt, Ben Robinson. I don't know who Ben Robinson is, um, but Danielle Staub. That's amazing. That is so cool. I just, I have to watch it. I just haven't worked myself up yet. Par partially because it's on E and I don't like to watch TV like at a scheduled time. Like I need to watch like, I need to be able to like pause and like, I don't know, fast forward. I just like, I'm a control freak. Okay. I just like to control the tell that's all. Okay. Also, so Tom Sandoval is on special forces and like that whole thing has just like been silly. Like <laughs> I did watch the clip of him like first arriving and then like making fun of his hair immediately. And that is funny. But apparently he's been like trying to like feed some kind of sob story. Um, Tom Sandoval, that is. And um, this article from Obsessed on Daily Beat says that he actually has a pretty good chance of winning Special Forces, which is actually fucking crazy. Um, and, but so he's like <laughs> Nick Viles on there, too. And um, I guess they got in a fight, which I think is so funny. Um, like, I guess they were doing like a boxing challenge, but then like Tom Sandoval like kept hitting him <laughs> after it was over, which I think it, it, I love that because I hate Nick Vile. Like I talk about it all the time. Like I hate that guy. Um, so I actually probably hate him more than Tom Sandoval. So I actually like good for Tom. <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, this reporter, Kendall Cunningham, with the Daily Beast, um, basically said that he's trying to feed the crowd, like, a sob story. He says, quote, I had a hell of a past three months. I had an affair with another woman. She was also on the show. It was just the perfect storm. My publicist had never seen anything like it. A reality star having an affair on CNN. It's so stupid. It became this team Ariana thing. They sold 200000 worth of... $200,000 worth of merch in like two weeks. Seeing people I've been friends with for well over a decade just turn on me. It was just so exhausting. The host told him that he was playing a vi- playing the victim instead of owning what he did, which is awesome. I love that. And Jason Fox tells him to make his time on Special Forces his new start. Um, and um, she <laughs> ends the article by saying, time will tell if the disgraced Bra- Bravo celebrity can survive his self-assigned punishment. So far, his infamous white manicure has not (laughs) so yeah that's the tea on all of our um vanderpumpers on different reality shows i need to watch at least some of sandoval i guess since i'm gonna watch the other two but it pains me i also haven't listened to his podcast yet i plan to though but that just seems like torture um yeah i don't know i'll try we'll see you'll you'll get what you get (laughs) okay anyway um, I'll talk to you next week. I love you so much. And um, the October episode of Easter Egg Hunt is coming. I just have not had a fucking second to breathe. So um, it's coming. It'll just be late. And maybe November will just be a big one. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye.